Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Hello, everyone. I am from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, Getting right into the stats in regards to what's going on out there. The interest rates have come down a little bit, and um, so that's good news for everybody. I've heard that they're in the sixes at the moment, the high sixes, but that's definitely good news for everybody out there. For those of you that were waiting for them to come down, it might be a good time for you to look. And basically, the number of single-family homes that sold last week was 272, which is down significantly from what it's been in the past. As usual, the prices haven't changed. They're still at a median of 420. I think it was 415 the week before. So basically, 420,000 for a single-family home. And The number of inventory actually has increased by 39, so now it's at 56.79. So when you're just looking at this week, it's showing that we would have 4.82 months of inventory, which really, with this being kind of a low week, um, that then that's not really 100% reflective, but basically that's what it's coming out with as as it is right now. Of the 272 that sold, 27 of them were under 250,000, 20 between 250 and 300,000, 79 between 300 and 400, 55 between 400 and 500. 76 between 500 and a million and 15 over a million. So again, we have a pretty good sales um, split between all the different price ranges. The final list to sale price is at 97.56. Under 250,000, it's at 93.18. Then it goes up to 99.29, 98.63, 98.06 until you get um, up to over a million and that's at 95.7. The days on the market is looking overall at about 34. So everything's staying on the market a little bit more. And with uh, over four months of inventory for this week, and honestly, I have to look at really what it is for not just this week, but for the whole month in general, because you have to look at, you know, when you've only got 272 in this week and last week it was 391, then the months of inventory is going to be skewed based on those months. So, or, you know, based on just that one week of sales. So I have to look really at a little bit um, better figure when it comes to that. So it just gives you a good idea. A normal market is between four and six months. So if you are a buyer out there, you do have some um, choices and that. And everybody likes choices when it comes to buying your house. So when you come to condos, townhomes, and villas, There were 93 of them that sold last week, um, 138 the week before. And the median um, price of the single fan of the condos, townhomes, and villas went to 285,000. So I believe it was a little bit higher last week, but not too much. And that inventory increased again by 64. So it's at 2481. So when you're looking at how all of that shakes down and everything, then basically um, of those 93, 33 of them were under 250, 14 between 250 and 300, 30 between 300 and 400, 
nine between 400 and 500, six between 500 and a million, and one of them was over a million. So that now based on that number that sold last week of condos, townhomes, and villas, we're at 6.16 months of inventory. But there were only there are only 12 on the market over a million, so we're only at 2.77 months when it comes to the over a million figure. Again, when the, the list to sale price was at 96.89 and under 250 was at 95.16, then it went up to 97.61 and kind of stayed in the 97. Uh, the um, 500 to a million were at 99.25 and then over a million as was at 89.96 and the days on the market for them um, on average is is that basically the same number of houses are coming on the market as were a few years ago but the number of houses that are selling is down and so that's why we have more inventory so our prices haven't been affected the inventory has been affected, and a couple of years ago, we were at roughly a less than a month's inventory. And so basically, you know, when um, it was very difficult for people to buy houses, not that it's not in certain circumstances today, because we have to um, look hard to find that perfect property, but basically when it comes down to it, I mean, you had to make your decision within hours if you wanted to get a house that came on the market. and. Many times people would be dropping everything and going looking at them. Maybe many times they would be putting an offer in on it sight unseen because they really just wanted, they felt so desperate that they needed to get a house and it was going for well over asking price and all those kinds of things. Now, the thing that has happened since then from what I have seen is that basically is that a, that there were a lot of people that were unhappy with their purchase. And because they didn't, uh, you know, they were just so quick to the draw and everything like that, that they were just making a decision, you know, not based on what was best for their family necessarily, but what they thought was what they had to do at the time. So there was a lot of buyer's remorse and everything that was happening then. And now people are having the opportunity to actually look for what they want to get, um, being a little bit more patient about it and getting that exact perfect house that they can for the amount of money that they want to spend. So it might not be their perfect house today, but for the amount of money that they want to spend, it's their best deal. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. Um, and if you'd like to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407. 407- 566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, basically, I think that the news out there when I'm looking at it, it seems like it's good when it comes to real estate. You know, like I said, interest rates are heading south, meaning that they're heading down. And the um, Fed did not raise the interest rate this week. And so that's not when they raise it, it doesn't necessarily automatically something happen with the mortgage rates. And I think that that's a fallacy that a lot of people have. But basically, with the fact that they did not increase them is a good is good news, you know, for us as consumers and for anybody that wants to purchase a house. And we talk a lot of times about, um, you know, finding that house at the right rate and everything like that, that you can do it. And 
like we've talked about before on several other shows, is that you can buy down the interest rate if that's something that you want to do with points, which is, you know, a portion of it. So you're kind of paying it up front to a certain extent, but you're saving it over the 30 years. So you can do that. And then you can apply, you can afford more of a home potentially. Um, you know, there are government regulations that regulate how much money you can spend on your mortgage every month and on your housing, basically. And that comes down to taxes, insurance, um, principal and interest, as well as the homeowners association. And so when you're looking at that whole big picture, you need to know, you know, what's going to work best for you and your family. And even if you have a temporary buy down, you still have to qualify at what it would be at the highest rate. And so, um, you know, the temporary buy downs are great, but they don't always help a lot of people be able to afford what they want to afford. So that's where the permanent buy downs, in my opinion, are a better option for people. And that's like what I've said that a lot of builders offer on properties that are just about built right now, that they have those out there. Um, you know, you do have to look at all of the fine print um, when it comes down to the taxes and the CDD, which I will talk about a little bit in the next segment and everything like that, because that's something that throws a lot of people for a loop. There's something that a lot of people don't know of or aren't, weren't aware of until they go into that new home community because they aren't something that's existed for a long time. They're kind of a, a, a new to the thing in probably the last 10 to 15 years, but they're much more prevalent today than they were for years, a few years ago. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I am from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So last segment, I was following up saying that, you know, about CDDs, if you run into them, and they probably came, well, I know of the oldest one that I know that came into existence was actually in the 90s, but they're much more prevalent today than they were in the early 2000s or anything like that. And um, so these are houses that are built, you know, since that point in time. And I know that when a lot of people, you know, come to me, they're always curious what the current taxes are on the property. And the CDD, which is a community district development, is included in the taxes. But what most people have to understand is that when you're looking at property taxes of what the home is is now and what it's going to be when you purchase it are usually going to be night and day between what the difference of it is. So all properties reset when you um, when they're purchased, you know, because if somebody has homestead or something like that, it's going to reset for a homestead for you if it's going to be your primary residence. But unless you port in the value from your previous home, you know, it's going to reset at the new price at what you purchase it for. And so that's something that everybody has to be prepared for, know, and all of that kind of good stuff. And basically, you know, when you're looking at the areas, um, there are definitely differences in the millage rate for each 
county, each area of the county, and everything like that. So you have to look at that as well. Um, I'm working with some people right now that we were looking at one county, and the unincorporated um, rate for that county was 0.19 versus another county that's right next to it is 0.133. So, you know, you're looking at quite the difference in taxes between those two properties that are in that area. And that doesn't even include any um, CDD, community district development, like I started talking out this segment. So, you know, what the property taxes are, you, you can't can't really look at what the property taxes are of what somebody's paying now. You have to look at what it's going to be when you're going to purchase it. And basically, you know, for most of the counties today, if you do go to a county appraiser site or um, the tax assessors, one of the other, you know, usually they're linked to each other, but they, a lot of times they, they have a tax estimator on there. And basically what you can do is you can put in the property that you intend to purchase and the price that you're going to pay for it. And then they'll ask if you're going to be homesteading it. And, um, and if you're going to be porting it, you know, you generally can't find that on a calculator. You actually have to call them to find out because it's more complicated. But basically, it'll give you an idea of what it is. And um, so that basically you know, tells you what the taxes are going to be. And, you know, when a lender is figuring out whether or not you can afford the property, they're looking at what those taxes are and everything too. It used to be um, just even a few years ago that when you were buying a new build and the lender was figuring out the taxes, they would just use what the tax was currently on the property, which was just the land, you know, so it was not the structure. It wasn't any of those things. So the taxes, you know, shot up significantly, obviously, because it actually had a house on it now and it was a new house and all of that. And so maybe the value went from like 20000 to like 400000 of what you were being taxed on. And so it was a big sticker shock, obviously, to a lot of people. So what they've done now is that they actually do calculate the taxes of what they're going to be and let you know all of that kind of good stuff up front instead of it not being that way. So it's actually, you know, better to know where you're at and everything. But um, when it does come to some properties, like I said, that starting in the 90s are the earliest ones that I'm aware of, and maybe there's some earlier than that. But the late 90s, um, they started to have what they call this community district development. Now, what that is, is that part of it is a bond that was floated for the infrastructure of the development. So, you know, back in the day, maybe the developers, they ate all of those costs and they built the clubhouse and the community pool and all of those kinds of things and, you know, built the roads and the streetlights and all of the parks and all of that stuff that come along with it. And then they would pass that money on to the, the homeowner. But um, what happens a lot of times today is that those developers go in and they get bonds that they float for that particular area and there are government bonds and so then that bond is paid back on the taxes you know usually over about a 30-year time period now in some parts of central florida um, and and some communities i've seen quite a bit where those bonds are paid off and they'll note that that the the owner said hey i don't want to 
you know, have this part of my taxes and I want to pay it off. So what you can pay off is the bond portion, but there's always a maintenance portion that's going to continue to go on. So, um, you know, you can look at it and stuff and, and look through the tax bill. And usually it's in the non in the ad valorem part of the taxes, not the non ad valorem. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. Um, I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, like I said. And if you want to reach us, you can call or text 407 407- Five six six two five five five. That's four zero seven five six six two five five five. So basically, you know, on this CDD, part of it is, like I said, the bond itself that they floated for the infrastructure, and then part of it is the maintenance portion. And so the bond itself can be paid off in full if somebody chooses to do that. Um, and some owners, like I said, um, in some areas have done that but a lot of areas they don't. And so they do expire. You know, um, I haven't seen that they've floated new bonds in areas where they've expired, where they've pretty much gone there 30 years, but I'm not saying that they couldn't, but at this point they haven't. So that's something that I think is really important for people to, to know and look at when it comes to taxes. And you definitely need to know that your taxes are generally gonna change when you purchase a property. So there are, like I said, those tax estimators that are on most of the counties in Central Florida site where you can put in the address of where you're going to be moving to, the price that you're going to pay, and then it will estimate the tax. But if you are porting your homestead from another property in Florida, I strongly, strongly suggest that you call the county and find out how that's going to be affecting you if it's something that is of a concern for you. Because um, I haven't figured out exactly how that all works. It based on It's based on how long you've been in the house and all kinds of good things like that. And so they have it you know, pretty well set up so that, you know, that it is an advantage for you, but how it actually works out, it's just better to get the numbers exactly from the county because they can tell you exactly what it is as opposed to guessing, you know, what it is. But taxes are something that if even if you're paying cash or if you're getting a mortgage on it, it's going to factor into your payment. And we just recently had um, some people that were buying a new build and if it hadn't had the CDD, they would have qualified for it. But because it had the CDD, um, which was uh, over $200 a month, it put them out of contention, you know, for that house. So we found them that house in another neighborhood that didn't have a CDD. So, um, you know, it's just really important that when you are buying a house, there's a lot of things to consider. And sometimes you're just looking at the surface and saying, hey, this looks good. And, uh, you know, it's like I can get my mortgage approved, but you're not looking at everything that might be important to you. And so, you know, when we sit down with people, that's just one of the things that we do is that we ask you, you know, what is important to you and, and, you know, how do you want to look at all of this stuff? And so just asking you the questions, are you paying attention to those questions to see if it's something that you do want to consider or if it's something that um, doesn't make any difference, you know, to you? Like I said, the millage rate between one county across the street from another was 0.19 versus 0.13. So that's um, 
quite the difference. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, we're heading to the end of the year. It's, um, you know, next week is Christmas. And then the week after that is New Year's. So basically, you know, um, we're ending up the year here with a bang. Um, Basically, you know, when you're looking at the number of houses that are selling, they're down, but the prices have have remained stable for the last couple of years. And so, um, you know, they've gone up a little bit, probably overall and everything when you look at it. Um, This report that I'm looking at right here says that overall it went up a few percentages and that kind of thing. And what the experts see from um, through 2025, so not just 2024, but also through 2025, is that they expect um, that uh, home uh, prices will actually increase over the next, um, you know, couple of years a little bit. So that's what they expect to happen. Um, They do expect when you're looking at things that the interest rates will continue to improve a little bit. Nobody's saying that they're going back down to five or below five or anything like that. There's, I think they're going to hover in the sixes, maybe the low sixes, but that's kind of my prediction from everything that I see. I mean, we are in 2024 also going to have an election year. And so with that, things kind of stable, stabilize in that from that standpoint and the interest rates traditionally have taken a little bit of a dip and everything at, at that so that, you know, everybody's happy when it, they're going into an election year, um, you know, that they can afford their houses and, and that kind of thing. So I think that, that that's something to definitely, um, look at and consider. And basically, you know, I was talking a few weeks ago that basically the difference in 1% in, in interest rate. So now we're in the sixes and we were in the sevens. Um, 1% basically, um, comes down to on a $300,000 mortgage of about $200 a month difference. So it is significant when you're looking at it. And so um, basically, that's why the number of houses, in my opinion, has gone down that are selling, because not as many people are excited about paying that rate. Um, They do say that the, the experts all say that people that are in those low interest rate mortgages are not too excited about selling or anything either because they're not going to be able to replace them. And I have found that, but like I said a couple of um, earlier in the show, is that I think that, that from what I've seen, the number of houses that are going on the market is the same as it was a few years ago when the interest rates were really low. There just aren't as many buyers out there, and that's why our inventory is increasing. 
And that's why it's taking longer to sell and all of that. And the market is very price sensitive and people have choices. So it isn't the days where you could just throw your house on the market or ask whatever you wanted to and you could get it. You have to be very strategic today to get the price that you need or that you want. Um, basically, um, and getting what you need might not always, um, what you need and what it is uh, might not always agree. The market is what the market is, but we do operate optimally within it to make sure that you are getting the absolute most that you can, you know, for that property. But the, you know, when you do a price analysis and you look at what happens out there and everything like that, if you price your house under market value, it will drive itself up there because when a deal is out there and somebody's looking at it and they're going, oh my gosh, this is such a great price, you know, for this house, the way that it looks, I have to go see it. And they do, and a lot of other people do, and they go, yeah, that's a bargain at that price. And then they, they bid it up. So, you know, in my opinion, for the most part, you know, houses definitely do sell at market value. Now there's some things that happen that make them sell below market value, I guess, well, their market for that house at that point in time. But there are things, um, conveniences that people will allow for that they will definitely, you know, take less for their home. So sometimes it's a cash offer, which you know, I'm so excited to say that um, we do have a whole system where people can um, get multiple cash offers on their property anytime that they want to without having any showings or anything like that. And um, so you can get, you know, a less price sometimes with a cash offer. Sometimes people are just ready to sell. They don't care. Um, you know, I was talking to a lady the other day and she had called in because, you know, her house was listed with another agent and everything. And, um, you know, so she was just frustrated because she wasn't having any showings. And so, you know, when it comes down to it, she was willing to take less because she's ready to move on. But, um, you know, I just told her that she needed to talk to her agent. And if it wasn't a good fit, then, you know, feel free to give me a call back. But basically, when it comes down to it, I mean, she's ready to go. So I know that she is willing to take less for her house than it is currently on the market for. And so, um, you know, if her agent knows that or not, I don't know. But um, basically, when it comes down to it, I know that. So I've got a few buyers that were looking into it and see if it's a good match and all that kind of good stuff to see if it's, if it's uh, you know, a win-win situation that they, they might jump in. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, um, you know, when you're, when you're looking at it, um, the whole stigma is and everything that the that everybody is predicting that the housing prices will still continue to stay the same or go up a percent or two through 2025. So it's a good time to buy if that's something that you're looking at. And honestly, you know, I think the next two weeks are going to be really good for people that really want to buy because what happens in January is once the holidays are over, everybody kind of goes, okay, okay, 
now it's time to put my house on the market. Now it's time to go buy another house. And you have a lot more competition in January than you do today. So if it is something that you're considering, why not at least take the first steps, be ready to rock and roll and make things happen. And I know that there's a lot of people that are looking that they actually would like to you know, put their house on the market when it comes January. And then again, you're competing with a lot of other people. So I think it's better to be ahead of the game and not part of the pack. But that's just my opinion. I mean, you're you you want to sell your house when you want to sell it. And that's all important. You just need to look at the whole picture to see what makes more sense. And does it make more sense to do it now? Or does it make sense to wait a couple of weeks? And or does it make sense now to actually, you know, maybe have the picture done, have everything all ready to go so that when the time hits, you're ready to go instead of, you know, having to delay a little bit to get a few things done. So um, always here to help in whatever way that we can and all of that kind of good stuff. Now, another subject that I saw that, that adds into why our housing is as healthy as it is, with it increasing a little bit or staying the same despite the the interest rate. And that is is that Florida um, continues to have more people move to it um, year over year. Um, Basically, it found um, that 1.61 more people were in the state this year than the year before. And they, uh, they look at it slowing down a little bit. They show 2028, they're going to taper off a little bit. They're expecting um, 1.51, that was 1.61 this year, 1.51 next year, 1.37 in 2025, and it goes down from there. But the thing that I found interesting, because, you know, you can always look at statistics one way or another, but it's saying that they're looking at 300,000 people on average moving here every year. So as our population increases, the percentage goes down a little bit, but they're not talking about the number of people necessarily changing. Um, and what they're saying is that the the highest age group of that's moving in is 60 to 69, and the second is 50 to 59. So basically, um, those are the, the age groups of most people that are moving here at this point in time. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407 566 2555. You can find us online at Central Florida Real Estate Radio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407 407- 566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, um, one of the things that I was looking at when it comes to life expectancy of different components of your home that I thought was very interesting. And so, you know, one of the main things that we always talk about is the roof. And, you know, usually when somebody is buying a house, they want to know how old the roof is because the insurance companies, you know, a lot of that comes into play in regards to what's going on with that and everything. And, um, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. My homeowner's insurance renews in December. And so I was talking to my insurance agent earlier this week and talked to them about, you know, my 
my home and see what the scoop was. And I know that I've mentioned a few times over the last year or so that I did get a wind mitigation and uh, and a four point you know, on my home. And so the insurance went down $1,100 as a result of getting that report, which cost in the neighborhood of 250. And it's good for four years. So um, when I called them, you know, and they looked up what my insurance was, and they hadn't looked at it until that point in time that I called. And they're like, Oh, you know, your rate didn't change at all. And um, that's because of the four point and the wind mitigation and everything that said that the roof is in good shape. So um, it definitely pays to do those kinds of things to make sure. But when they're looking at, um, you know, roofs and really how long they last and everything, the life expectancy, if you've got standard shingles on your house, the the rate is usually 12 to 15 years. And then if you've got asphalt premium shingles, it's between 15 and 30 years. So um, basically that, that, that is quite a bit. Um, concrete or clay tile is between 20 and 40 years generally. Um, and then um, basically a metal roof is 60 years. So those are the, the longest. When you're looking at... Um, Air conditioners, basically um, the heat pumps are between 10 and 15 years and window air conditioners are between 10 and um, 20 years is what it says on that. With your plumbing, the galvanized water pipe is between 20 and 25 years. A hot water heater is between 5 and 15 years. A septic tank or a sewer pump is between 5 and 10 years. And a well pump is usually between 10 years. And then here are the appliances of what they think, how long they'll last. A dishwasher is between 5 and 12 years. A dryer is between 10 and 25 years. A garbage disposal between 5 and 12. An oven or range is between 15 and 20. And a washing machine is between 5 and 15 so that's just the average life in years. So if you've got an appliance and it's older than that or something like that, then, you know, you're doing really well. It doesn't have refrigerators on here, so I'm not sure exactly, you know, how long that is. But those those are the, the things on there. And, um, you know, basically when it comes down to it, um, you know, having your house in the best condition is a lot of times where you're going to get the best price, you know, for your home. But it's a fine line because if you over-improve your house and it's over-improved compared to the rest of the neighborhood, you're definitely usually not going to be able to recap all of those fees. But what the way I look at it is that you have to have your house the way that you want to have it for you. And even if you have it that way for just a year or two, it definitely comes down to something that you enjoyed and the way that you want to live. And that's what I think is, you know, really important. I know um, when my mom was moving out of her house into another um, property and we were you know, looking at it and everything. And she was actually moving into a retirement community. It isn't a retirement home. It's a retirement community. And so when we were looking at it, you know, and, and it's like the, the furnishes or the finishes in it weren't necessarily up to um, even close to the standards of what she had had in her home. And so, you know, I, I just said, Hey, it just makes sense 
to spend the money and to actually, um, you know, have the property the way that you want it. And, you know, she's been there now for 10 or 15 years or something like that. And, um, you know, it's really been a great place for her. It's got everything that she needs. It's the way that she would have wanted it and everything. And, um, you know, it's just been a win-win situation. And so, you know, she didn't know how long she was going to be there or if she would like it, but she loves it there. And so that's really awesome. And basically, when it comes down to it, you know, that's what's important is that we're happy where we're at, that we've got the amenities that we want, and all of those kinds of things, if they're within our reach. And so, um, you know, you might not want to, you know, over improve to the point where if it's something that you're going to sell a couple of months later, that you're not going to be able to get it out of it. But um, it is something that is going to, you know, definitely make your house stand out and something that you can enjoy and everything as well. So, um, you know, improvements are important and everything. And you want to make sure that that your house is in its best light, because in this market, especially if um, it's not, you're definitely going to take a hit when it comes to the price and everything because they're going to be comparing against houses that are in really good condition and you're going to take a hit, like I said, when it comes to that. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So my house of the week that I want to talk about today is actually an investment property. Well, it's an Airbnb property, basically. It's actually two units. It's um, very close to the Disney area, right off of 192 in the Linfields area, if you know where that's at. It's not in Linfields. It's an area by that, kind of, you know, down there by 429 and everything. But um, this property has been completely renovated. Um, They basically have it completely rented out. So it's, you're buying the house, which actually comes with two units, but you're actually buying the going concern of a business. So I know that at this point in time, there's a lot of people that are in town, you know, for the holidays, and they might be thinking, hey, I'd like to have a second home. This is the perfect place for that because the Airbnb business has already been built out in this home. And I believe it's got somewhere between a 10 and 12% um, return. I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, basically it's a, it's a really decent return when it comes to a vacation rental and that's with paying all of your expenses and everything. And so um, basically it's, it's a, it's a very nice property. It obviously has a pool Um, it's got a wall around the pool, so it's, um, got complete privacy. So it's got like a concrete wall that's up probably about, you know, six feet, maybe, maybe five feet. I don't know, you know, somewhere in that range. And then it's, um, screened in over the top of that. So you have a very nice courtyard area, all of the sliding glass doors and everything open up onto it. It does have a separate, um, you know, like in-law suite that comes with it as well that has its own, you know, entrance bathroom that's in a completely different residence and everything. And so um, it's just a great property if you're looking for something, you know, like that, that 
that you can rent out and get the maximum income from that. And then also have a place that you're in the Disney area and um, makes you money at the same time. So um, a great property. If it's something that you're interested in, then please feel free to reach out and we'll get you all the details of it ASAP and um, we can go from there. But my time is up for today. So um, it's been great talking to you. As always, if you'd want to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody.